Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. It is that time of the weekend. Good morning, Fred. G'day to you, Grant. Yeah, we uh, roll around another week, whizzes by in the world of harness racing. Happens very quickly, doesn't it? How was Menangle last night? It was cold, but besides <laughs> I that... I bet it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a good night of racing. Gee, we had some good performances on the track. I guess uh, Cam Hart doing Cam Hart things. He bookended the card with my ultimate Chevron in the first. Uh, he drove the last winner, Brados Lad. Uh, it was a big night for Will Rickson, a metropolitan treble for young Will. Um, it was a night where the youngsters dominated the card. And, and look, we talk about it quite often, Grant, on this uh, segment on a Sunday. You know, the, the, the young guns that are in our sport. Um, you know, we saw Will Rickson drive three. Josh Gallagher got a winner. Um, Cameron Hart to James Rattray, who's a young man uh, as well. Uh, James, uh, he, he's... Uh, a young man who's uh, just 37. And then we had another young gun who's 18 at the other end of the spectrum in a race, which we'll talk about in a moment. But I thought we'd just have a quick look at the, uh, the, the Trotters race, the foundation final. It was race number seven. The betting indicated it would be a two-horse race, and that's certainly how it panned out. Half in 56.9 as they approach the 600 metre mark. The leader is Don Boston. Lewis Litz only a head away. Covered up third as Red Reactor needing racing room. And they were followed next the outside by I'm in trouble. And further back then on the outer is so much more as they come to the home corner. G Don Boston. He's quickly been headed off here by Lewis Led. Up on the outside now. I'm in trouble. Red Reactor needs to get away from the inside and get away from the inside in a hurry. And further back then to so much more. 28 won the quarter they straighten. The leader is Lewis Litt giving chase as I'm in trouble. Into the clear now is so much more. Lockie will really hits top gear. Red Reactor back to the inside. Any number of chances. Carlo Gambino's also running on. The leader is Lewis Litt. On the outside so much more tries to wear it down. Coming late on the outside. Lockie but hitting the lead in the shadow. So much more and so much more wins. Beats Lockie Lewis Litt and I'm in trouble. He better step aside. Yeah well that was actually the third race. So what we'll do with that in mind is we'll uh, hopefully have Jack Brown on the line to have a chat too. Jack uh, drove so much more. I was talking about the young guns and Jack certainly in that uh, category. Uh, he's only 18 years of age. He turns 19 soon. But uh, Jack, congratulations on the win and congratulations on the season. No, thank you. I'm um, having a really good season and uh, hope everyone's having a good morning. Yeah, well, look, Jack, so much more. I thought you put it in a lovely spot. Uh, he's been super consistent since, uh, you know, you've had the horse, and I guess it was only a, a matter of time before he, he broke through. It'd be good to get the Metro monkey off his back, no doubt. Yeah, no, he's a lovely horse to have around the stables, and um, he's been ultra-consistent, as you said. So um, he's owned by a great bunch of people, and uh, it was great for him to knock one off. Mm. I thought uh, your drive was a, was a telling blow there because you, you moved off the inside of the thousand. You didn't want to risk any pockets because uh, one or two took off from behind you. And I thought that was the winning move because you put in three back in the moving line and you had options after that, Jack. Yeah, it just worked out at the right time. You know, as Don Boston was rolling out in front and had sort of the two favourites in front of me, I thought if... You know, you'd move, I'd move now before and just wait 50 metres and they... Um, ended up popping out in front of me. It just all worked out in my hand. Mm. And Don, you, you know Don, uh, Don Boston intimately. He's, uh, 
uh, been a great campaigner, but uh, that uh, on the home turn, they, they pretty much uh, put pay to him. And because you were already in the running line and mobilised, you're in a, in a position where you know you're able to strike. He, he seems like a dower type so much more. Is that a fair appraisal? Yeah, no, he just sort of just puts his head where he needs to be and just sort of, he, he only put his head in front and knew he had, he had the job done. So, um, no, uh, he's a lovely horse and uh, he was really good last night. A bit push button, Jack. You can do with him what you need to, when you need to? Yeah, he's sort of that one of them horses you just got to, you can't use him off the gate. You just got to send him back and hope you can get a good enough spot. And as last night, we got a good enough spot and he showed that... Um, He's a Saturday night horse. Yeah, definitely is. He, he certainly beat uh, uh, some, you know, some nice horses in that grade, and, and Lockie has been racing well, and sometimes in tougher grades. So I thought it was a pretty, uh, pretty handy performance. Um, I, I just want to touch on your career. Uh, I mentioned you're 18. You turned 19 in, in August. You have notched up 112 wins already. It seems like you've had such a good rise uh, in terms of your career. You put that down to being around good people. I know your, your, your family's a role model and have always been a role model to you, uh, uh, but also within the sport, you, you work for Jack Trainer, and no doubt you're learning a lot about your craft through through Jack. Yeah, definitely working uh, for Jack Trainer is a big help in my driving. Um, he could be one of the, he definitely is one of the best drivers around Menangle and knows Menangle so good and knows any track, you know. You watch him drive a horse, he puts a horse in the best spot at every race he does. And um, so, yeah, definitely learning on him is a big help. I'm getting a lot more drives at Penrith, Newcastle and tracks like that. So I think I'm going around more and getting a lot more confident all the time and just being around good horse people as well and um, being around nicer horses is, is helping my career. It's a big thing, confidence, isn't it, Jack, in any aspect of life, whether it's uh, driving horses, working uh, in big business, calling races, whatever it is, confidence is is a must. And you certainly uh, have plenty of that without being, you know, big headed. You've got your feet firmly on the ground. You've got ambitions in life. I I noted that, you know, down the track, you you even consider that you will get into the, the, uh, the training side of things. Um, what's the timeline for that? Have you got a, a set timeline for when you might turn your hand to training? No, there's no timeline. It's just sort of whatever goes. I'll definitely try and drive my junior claim out before I do that. Um, so there's still a fair while, and I still want to um, give uh, driving a really red-hot go. Mm. I heard uh, a piece, uh, saw a piece on uh, on uh, the, the TV in relation to your career and uh, what you do in your downtime and you, you get into the TikToks. Uh, when I was growing up, Jack, TikToks were a biscuit, um, but it's a different thing nowadays. But what I did find interesting is you enjoy the challenge when Jack is away uh, of basically managing the team. You're, you're his right-hand man and to be doing that at such a young age, I think, is a tribute to yourself. But, but yeah, you enjoy that extra pressure. You thrive on that. Yeah, actually, I really enjoy when Jack goes away and um, sort of the, the pressure's on my shoulders a little bit to get the horses to race at their best of ability. Um, I definitely just love it because, you know, if you get a winner while the boss is away, it's just mm. it's just an absolutely thrill. You know, I walk around with a smile on my face for two days. So, um, mm-hmm. no, nah, just... Just definitely, Jack. As Jack's going away in a couple a couple of weeks to the Queensland Carnival, and we're going to be left with a handful of horses here. So I'm really excited to be doing that. 
Good on you. And you, you mentioned you, you like that, that extra pressure on your shoulders, but um, those that have seen you around the place and those that know you, you're, you're a pretty cool customer. It's, um, it, it's, it's certainly a, you know, an aspect of your persona, I think, Jack, that, that's uh, endearing you with you know, and picking up extra drives and the like because you're a pretty cool customer. You, you've had some good success with a horse called Rio de Janeiro of late, trained by your dad, Dave, and uh, Johnny Pett and your mum, Maria, in the ownership there. You know he's had eight goes for dad and he's won four of them. He, he's been a real little find. Yeah, no, um, we dad found this horse over in New Zealand and um, we were looking to purchase one and he sort of just ticked all the boxes and... Um, we thought we'd get him over here, just being a maiden, a three-year-old with a uh, gets a really good eight-point claim down, so he gets sort of two kills at every grade. Um, mm-hmm. So and he's really showed that. So um, he won his last three, he won his last uh, four, three out of four, sorry, and um, he's actually really good. So he'll probably look to go for a bit of a spell now and hopefully come back a little bit stronger. Yeah, you think he's up to a you know some nice um, nice Saturday races. Oh, definitely. I think he'll run through his class. Um, I don't think he's no well beater, but he's just a good little trier and um, put, put, puts in a hundred percent wherever he goes. So um, now I think he'll definitely make the Saturday night grade. Terrific. Now, uh, in terms of group races, I know that's something you, you harbour a desire to, to land a group winner, and uh, you've actually got to drive tomorrow at Bankstown in a race that is a time honoured race. It's a group through the the MH Truer Memorial. You've Driving one who's um, trained by uh, Kev Pizzuto. Kev's got a good hand in the race. He's, he's got a real chance in, in King Tiger, as the betting suggests. The drive, Robbie Rocket, uh, he's been consistent enough. He ran a couple of placings uh, on the trot. He's got barrier five to contend with, and the market says he's one of the roughies, Jack, but uh, he's got some ability, Robbie Rocket. Good run a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, definitely. He's actually, I've driven him at one time at Penrith and there was a little bit of kerfuffle on the home turn and he still ended up running second and he just felt like a really nice horse. So, um, no, I definitely don't think he's out of that race. I think it's quite an even race. I think hmm. I think with the right run, any of these horses can win the race. So, um, I think if the speed's on and Robbie's um, in, in the top half of the field, he'll definitely be in the first four for sure. Yeah, there you go. There's a little uh, bit of inside info for you folks. If you're going to have a, a dabble on the MH Truer, Jack Brown partnering uh, Robbie Rockers for Kev Pizzuto. I, I know I spoke to you, oh gee, it, it had nearly be over 12 months ago, Jack, and we, we touched on uh, the fact that, uh, you know, a great mate of yours uh, who was very good to you in your early part of your career and a good mate to many in the industry, Pete Sullivan, Sully, um, he would have celebrated a birthday uh, only last week. It's hard to believe he's been gone, but he played a, you know, quite an influence uh, on your career. And I know at one stage I saw videos of you in the broadcast box calling the trials. You harboured a, a, a desire at one point to maybe go into the race broadcasting side of things as well. Great man, Sully. Yeah, Sully was a great man and a very funny man. Um, everyone would know Sully. He'd be sitting on the table on a Thursday night uh uh, talking plenty of rubbish and um, uh, but everyone, everyone just absolutely loved him and he was a great man and always looked after me always through it to be a little teenager and um, he's gone now but um, obviously he's definitely missed and uh, he would have been loved seeing me um, get a little bit of success. 
I was going to say, he, he would have, you know, it's a shame, you know, uh, we, we lost him, uh, you know, a couple of years back now, but, gee, he'd uh, he'd get a kick seeing your punching home winners on a Saturday night at Menangle and at Penrith, of course, his beloved Penrith. Yeah, definitely, he'd love it, but um, even if I still drove a winner, I bet I de- definitely I would have done something wrong in the race, he would have gained <laughs> plenty, plenty of big cigarettes out. He had an opinion, didn't he, Sol? But anyway, Jack, it's great to catch up with you. And, and look, I, I often talk, whether it's on this show or whether it's on the Harness Racing New South Wales uh, podcast, uh, The Sprint Lane, we talk about the, the young talent that's emerging through our sport, so many boys and girls that are doing some great things. And as I said, when you look at a race card at a metropolitan level where it's dominated by so many of the the younger drivers, and, and, I, and I when I say younger drivers, you know, James Rattray, uh, he may have been, in terms of his birth date, uh, the elder statesman last night, but still a very young man driving plenty of winners. We, we're in good shape in New South Wales, and you're that next wave coming through. Keep up the good work. Get around safe tomorrow at Bankstown, and here's to continued success, mate. No, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Pleasure. As I say, say uh, Grant, so often there's so many young, talented drivers, uh, male and female in our sport, and uh, he's an example. Uh, from good stock, harness racing family through and through. And uh, I, I did notice on that article I mentioned uh, that he, he uh, tried, he, his parents suggested he should have a trade, and he tried concreting for a few days and uh, thought, no, nah, that's not for me. Well, Fortunately, if, we've got him in harness racing now. Well, if I stuff up another replay on you, you, can, you probably want my job. It'll be up for grabs. So sorry about that. Pretty, hey, Fred, That's right. I wanted to ask Let's, you, though, if yeah, I could, yeah, yeah. with your knowledge of the harness racing industry, and I know you're a mad, passionate harness racing fan, with so many young people coming through and doing so well, is it starting to become a young driver's sport? Look, I, I think I think a lot... I measure that uh, question by saying... I know there are a lot of drivers or trainers who were themselves good drivers that have now stepped back a little bit and are leaving it to these young guys that are punching around four or five days a week, uh, picking up six, seven drives a meeting because um, they just feel they're in a better place to be driving winners for them. So there's a few trainers that fit that bill uh, that have stepped back and are more than happy to have the, the next wave come through. So I think it's a different sport. I go back, you know, 40 years when I called yeah. my first race and you pretty much if you trained a horse you pretty much drove it uh, yeah. you know you had some bigger stables at the time but in in the main if you trained horses you drove them in races nowadays there tends to be this big wave of freelance and you know you could rattle off you know and these these fellas people like Josh Gallagher uh, are pretty much, you know, helping to run a, a, an entire stable. Jack Brown with Jack Trainer. Um, you know, so many of these young ones work for for trainers uh, themselves, terrific horsemen, um, who could definitely, in time, turn their hand to training. As as Jack Brown alluded, he will eventually possibly go down that path. But I think nowadays it's become. I'm not going to use the term a, a young man's sport. I, I think you know you still get uh, accomplished drivers. You know, Darren Vinskin, Glenn McAlenny. They're they're some of the elder drivers in in the business and and yet they're still punching home winners you know regularly so i I just think there has been a step back from the older trainers to say look these guys are doing a day in and day out rather than me have you know three drives a week i might stand down and give them to these guys who've got the the experience and the not not so much the experience but the the day-to-day driving 
uh, to keep their eye in. So I think that's that's been a slight change in the business. Yeah, fair comment. Interesting. It continues to grow and continues to, to morph. Thanks very much for your time. Always fascinating listening, listening to what you've got to say on Harness Racing, Freddie. Good, good on you, Green. And just before I go, just quickly, because we didn't hear the replay, but London to a brick did win that foundation final at long odds on. Very good horse. James Rattray, big opinion of the horse, beat What's Up Party Time. Uh, and they're two three-year-old trotters to watch. And Grant, I'll catch up with you, my friend, next week.